Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member of FINRA, Texas Country Advisors, not an affiliate of Next. This material is not intended as an offer, solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Andrew Gay, Gilbert Prize, and Texas Country Advisors, and not those of Next. The S&P 500 is a market cap weighted index composed of common stocks of 500 leading companies and leading industries of the U.S. economy, and the Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price weighted index of 30 actively traded blue chip stocks. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Texas Hill Country Market Update, brought to you by the Texas Hill Country Advisors, your local Texas Hill Country source for what's going on in the stock market, the economy, and the world of personal finance. We are your co-hosts, Andrew Gay and Gilbert Pies, local independent financial advisors right here in Kerrville, Texas. It's uh, it's about 9, oh, it's 9.30 on the dot, and my chair is like falling here. Okay, it's 9.30 a.m. here in the uh, beautiful Texas Hill Country, even though we don't see the sun yet today, but it is supposed to be hot, so I'm sure it'll make an appearance later this morning. Uh, got some financial news and notes for you this morning. It's a big day today because it's inflation day here in the U.S. We got the inflation number for May, so let's jump right to it. This is your market update for Tuesday, June 13, 2023. All three major U.S. stock indexes closed in the green yesterday, NASDAQ being the leader up over one and a half percent on the day. Headline of the day, I actually picked two this morning. Uh, White Castle, McDonald's, Wendy's, and Duncan are testing AI chatbots with conversational algorithms for taking orders. And it's funny, I was just having a conversation with someone earlier, and I, all I could think about was my conversations with Siri uh, on my iPhone and how not so well those go sometimes. And then I had this like vision of ordering with a chatbot in the drive through of McDonald's and getting something that is like completely opposite of my order. Uh, but, you know, hopefully they're not, they got, they got, uh, you know, more advanced AI than just Siri working in the drive through there, but thought that was interesting and worth mentioning. Also apartment rent shows signs of cooling. And I'm sorry, you, you kind of can't really see too much of the chart there, but all it shows is there's six, uh, real estate companies that, uh, and this is from the Wall Street Journal that used they used uh, to to put this data together, and it's people like Redfin and Zillow and and so on and so forth. And these are year over year numbers. And if you look at where rents were a year ago, and I believe this also has uh, May's uh, uh, like lease agreements and, and rental numbers in in the mix there. So year over year, they actually the rental number apartment rents. Uh, number actually fell, which was, I think, the first decline uh, or maybe second since like 2008. So it's been a while since that number actually fell. And and the reason I put this in there is just because if you keep up with what we talk about on the show, you know that this part of inflation has been like the super sticky part of inflation that we keep saying, at least for the last four or five months or the beginning of this year, that we think rents are going to continue to or going to show some kind of slowing in the actual inflation numbers. But we haven't seen that yet. Um, so that's a good segue into the breakdown of the inflation number this morning. So the headline inflation number uh, with May's inflation data now in the mix came in at 4.0 flat. The expectation was for one-tenth of a percent higher than that. So the expectation was for 4.1%, but uh, it came in at 4, 4% even. That's great. Uh, Gilbert and I were just talking before we started the show here, and you know that's uh, it's a long ways down from the 9.1 that we saw almost a year ago. 
for the headline inflation number, but it's they still got a ways to go to get to two percent. And what we, what most economists and analysts, and even what we've been talking about, is kind of anticipated is once they kind of get approached that two percent number inflation might be a little tougher to get all the way down to that 2%. It's one thing to get it from the peak, which is like absurdly high, which was 9.1 down to where they're at now. But it's a whole nother story and a whole nother uh, uh, task and challenge for the Fed to get it all the way down to their target, which is like 2%. So uh, core inflation, which excludes food and energy prices, rose by 5.3%. These are year over year numbers. So this is where those prices were at a year ago. Um, with May's number, so at the end of May last year versus the end of May this year, uh, this this is actually the core inflation number is actually a little more problematic for the Fed, just because that's they pay closer attention to that number than they do like the headline number, uh, because of the volatility of food and energy prices that are in the headline number. So they're more interested in that core number, which actually includes the rents. Uh, which is tied to the housing market. And that's kind of what why I included that little chart and a little discussion there about the, the apartment rents showing cooling. So uh, I believe th the rental piece of the equation for core inflation did drop a little bit, uh, or, or I'm sorry, it didn't drop, but it, it, it dropped from the rate of change that it was at from the month previous um, from April's number. So that's okay on one hand, but it's still not the, the cooling trend that the Fed wants to see. So the Fed begins their two-day meeting today. They will conclude tomorrow with an interest rate decision followed by a press conference, as always. But uh, what our discussion is going to be this morning is, is Gilbert really thinks that now they have the, the cover, uh, which is a great word, I think, uh, to describe this, the cover or the, the, uh, the cushion to go ahead and raise tomorrow and announce that they're going to raise interest rates again tomorrow. And I really don't, I don't know. I think uh, my thought is more that they're in line with the, what the market wants to see, which would be that they don't hike uh, tomorrow. So we're going to talk about that just, just a little bit, but that will be tomorrow about 1 PM. We'll get that fed decision as well. All right. Uh, so that's the rundown this morning, Gilbert, what you got to, what you got to add to that, sir? Well, as, as we were talking about earlier, they, they have cover now to raise rates because that core number, number one, was still too high, 5.3. That's that's not two, and, and it's certainly not where <laughs> they want it it's to not. be. And so I think CPI today gave the Fed the cover they need to raise rates. Plus, if you look at the stock market, we've had a pretty good little rally uh, the past week in anticipation of this the release of the CPI data and the Fed meeting tomorrow. Yep. So, and then, of course, too, if you look at, Year-to-date numbers, the market's up nicely, especially the NASDAQ is up very, very well. It's up almost uh, 30%, I think, for the it's year. It's getting there, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really bumping close. up against 30. Uh, S&P's up, uh, what, 17? Uh, the Dow's up like 6 or 7. It, it's it's the, the market's doing well. And, and I, I think if you look at the Fed and what they've said all along over the past, you know, 18 months that they've been raising rates, well, I mean, even longer than that, they, they really don't care what the market wants. They're, they're going to do what they think they need to do to achieve their two objectives, which is uh, uh, full employment, right, and a, keep a lid on inflation. And so I, I think the feds are going to have all the cover they need tomorrow to raise rates because they can say, hey, listen, even if – because I, I think it is fair to say that the Fed does look at the market, what they want and what – their the impact of their actions can be on the market. They do look at that. I'm, I don't think those guys are 
that foolish enough to just discount completely whatever the stock and bond markets are doing. But I, I think they're going to also say, well, you know what? We, we know what you want. You, you're telling us through the CME tool, but uh, here's what we think we need to do. So That's right. Well, um, and that's a, that's a really good point because uh, just because what the markets want or that like they are supposed to operate the Fed – being they is supposed to operate completely independent. Of right. So they're more focused on data and they throw, they talk about that all the time, data dependent and, and focusing on our mandate, which you just covered, which is the unemployment and the inflation rate. Right. Um, so yeah, you know, they're, they're not really supposed to factor that into the right. I, I, I certainly don't think that it, it's the top of their list of considerations. It, it really isn't. I think the market, even though the market wants what it wants, the, the market is frequently wrong. Hence, that's why there's a market. If right. uh, everybody was right all the time, there wouldn't be a market because, you know, the whole thing that makes this economy work for us is people that think prices are going to go down and people that think that prices are going to go up. And and so there's that dynamic in there. So I really think tomorrow the feds are going to come out and say, listen, you know, because of where CPI was at and because we haven't got core down to the place that we want it to be, we're going to bump up rates just one more time, and then we'll reevaluate re in six weeks, which is at the end of July. We'll, we'll do another assessment. Uh, because I, I really think that if the Fed skip raising rates right now and they come back and raise rates again in July, that's a signal to everybody that, hey, listen, we have no idea what we're doing. And we, we may or may not um, screw this up uh, pretty badly. And I think the way things are going now, if they raise rates, it's going to signal to the market, hey, listen, uh, we we got this, you know, the the soft landing is 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 doable. Look at look at what's happening in the job market; it's still sub five percent. We're doing great in that regard. Uh, yeah, if we raise rates a little bit more, it, it's going to cause a few little squeezes here and there, but we're sufficiently satisfied with where things are going. Um, plus, one of the things that, that we really haven't talked about uh, and, and really is really not mentioned hardly at all is what's going on in the background with the Fed's balance sheet. They continue right. to cut that as drastically as they can. And M2 money supply, there's a lot of money pu being pulled out of the economy, and that has its own tightening effect, too. So I, I think, you know, the, they're, they're just going to they have plenty of reason tomorrow to raise rates. And, and not by a much. I'm, I'm talking about a quarter of a point. And the then, standard of what they've been doing. Yes, the standard of what they've been doing for the past few months. And I think slow, mm. steady, cautious is what they need to do. And, and I think that they'll continue that. Okay, you ready for this? Look at this. Wow. 93% chance that the market is betting that they don't hike rates. Well, I've always been um, a... You're contrarian. contrarian. Yeah, That's I've right. always been That's a right. contrarian. I don't. I don't care what but, the market but says. But this is crazy, though, because this was at this was in the seventies over the last week, all mm -hmm. the way up until last night. Right. Um, I remember we looked. Well, at and, and actually, it was probably more so. It probably moved a little bit this morning after after the inflation numbers came out. But um, I don't know, man. So I think, in other words, what this means is if they do hike tomorrow. Uh, we'll probably get a solid negative reaction out of the market for sure, since it's kind of thinking that they're not going to hike. And if they do that, it's going to be kind of a, a big surprise for the market. So, well, I think I think it's a good point that you made there that that if they do raise rates, the market's going to drop off. I think no matter what they do tomorrow, the market's going to drop off so. because we've seen that pattern over the past several months where 
The market rises in anticipation of the Fed rate announcement. As soon as the announcement's made, it drops right. off, drops off for a week to 10 days. And then all of a sudden after that, it starts to move back up again in anticipation of the other rate announcement. Right. It's, it's the pattern. Um, now, you know, at some point down the road, that pattern won't work out anymore. But uh, yeah, it'll change. I, I, I think, you know, tomorrow, no matter what the Feds does, uh, whether they raise rates by a quarter of a point or they skip, we're going to see the market drop off just a little bit. Not not anything crazy. I'm not talking about a 20% correction or anything here. It's just going to drop off a little bit because there's a saying in the market, in the in the equity markets anyway, uh, buy on the rumor, sell on the news. So the rumor is the Feds are not going to raise rates. Right. Right. And once the news comes out, oh, yeah, okay, so they didn't raise rates, it, it'll drop off. Right. Um, but so, then, so everybody's kind of... Uh, making their like putting their money where their mouth is sure. before the actual event and then regardless of what what happens at the event it's just that the event takes place and is now over and then the air kind of comes out of there you it, go right? there you go and, and then uh, on the opposite side of that if if the feds actually do raise rates like i'm thinking um the market's not going to react very positively to that because they're already anticipating they're not going to raise rates and so the market would probably drop off anyway Either way, no matter which way you get cut right. it, I think they're going to drop off tomorrow a little bit. All right, guys, that'll do it for us. Uh, one last mention, too. We didn't, we didn't talk about this yet this morning, but I just wanted to mention that the markets are up so far this morning, at least the three major U.S. stock indexes. So that'll do it for us today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget, interact with us, share our content. It helps other people find the show. We're on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Most weekdays, the stock market is open, and all places podcasts are possible, including Spotify. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. We'll see you back here tomorrow morning.